Episode 21 starts now. Welcome to ShareMo EDU. We are a team of two Missouri lead learners sharing stories across the state and beyond through the lens of education. I'm Dr. Renee Hawkins, elementary principal at Smithville, Missouri. And I'm Dr. Eric Carlin, elementary assistant principal at Maple Elementary in Smithville, Missouri. This week's guest is a full-time high school social studies teacher in Missouri and the recent author of the book, Illuminate, Technology Enhanced Learning. She describes herself as an avid reader, runner, and shopper. She loves using technology and is for all things flipped, blended, and gamified. Her website, usingeducationaltechnology.com, is full of tools, tips, and reflections from her experiences. Get excited to illuminate your thinking with Bethany Petty. Welcome, Bethany. Hi, thank you for having me. Awesome. Bethany, help us to get to know you and tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Well, um, as you said, my name is Bethany Petty, and I just finished up my 10th year teaching high school social studies last month. Um, in addition to teaching social studies, um, I also am an online educational technology instructor for our local junior college. Um, and most importantly, I'm a mommy to um, two daughters, Hannah and Molly, and a wife to my husband, Isaac. Um, we are a busy family. Um, we bounce between soccer practice and ballet and dance recitals and piano lessons and everything in between. So um, we, we are, are very, very, very on the go, and I love it. <laughs> awesome. Well, you have a hashtag for education, hashtag Illuminate Ed. Tell us what this hashtag means to you and how you honor it. Sure. Uh, well, Illuminate um, hashtag Illuminate Ed comes from the title of my book. And as I was kind of brainstorming what I was going to call um, my book, I started to weave like this um, metaphor throughout my book about how educational technology can kind of be like light switches for our students, how we can um, use these technology tools to illuminate their learning. Um, so Illuminate Ed is just really how teachers can uh, purposefully and intentionally use technology uh, to just enhance the learning environment for our students. Great. You have a Twitter chat around that too, right? I do, yes. We just had our inaugural chat um, last Wednesday and it was really awesome. So I invite everybody to join us uh, this Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Time and we're gonna dive in again. It's gonna be awesome. Hey, that's great. Um, well, speaking of your book, Illuminate, will you share a message that would cause our listeners to take action? Sure, absolutely. Um, since there are so many schools that are now going one-to-one -one or uh, are having a more of a technology-rich environment for their teachers, um, I think it's really important for teachers to remember that when they use these technology tools and sites in their classroom, that they really are purposeful with it. Um, and they're not just using technology for the sake of using technology. Uh, so when I wrote my book, I wanted to make sure that I was presenting different ideas and different strategies um, around these technology tools that teachers may or may not have heard of. Um, so for example, Flipgrid um, is all the rage right now in uh, ed tech because it's this amazing tool that really lets these students um, reflect and, and share their learning. But it doesn't just need to be about using Flipgrid. So what kind of um, goal are you are you using Flipgrid for? Um, are you trying to get kids to reflect? Are you trying to get them to um, share with um, a wider audience? Are they are you going to have them set goals for themselves? Or you know what are you wanting to do with it? Um, so I really just want to make sure that um, you know as teachers and administrators we have so much on our plates. Um, so sometimes I feel like 
instructional technology can just be one other thing that a teacher has to do. And I don't really think it, it should be like that. So in Illuminate, I'm hoping that um, teachers will realize that it's not really about the technology, it's how you can use it to transform learning. I love that idea of goal setting with the technology, what you're choosing to use. I've never heard that before, and I think yeah. that's so true. Awesome. Okay, reflect on these statements. Right now, one thing that is going well for me is, and I want to grow by... Oh, gosh, okay. Uh, so many things. <laughs> okay, so one thing that's going really well for me right now, um, in my flipped classroom, about um, four years ago, five five years ago, four years ago, it all runs together. Uh, when we first went one to one in my building, I um, I decided, you know what, we're going to get these tech these Chromebooks, and I am going to use it to the fullest extent. So I just jumped off the deep end of educational technology and decided, you know what, I'm going to flip my classroom. I'm just going to go for it. And um, I was the first one in my district to even think about anything like that. So the learning curve that came along with that um, for my students, but you know, also for me was, was pretty huge. And um, in, our, in our area, not a lot of my students had reliable internet outside of their home. So when I'm asking them, and I have juniors and seniors, so they have lives outside of school. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm asking them to you know, go home and watch these videos. And sometimes they may not even have the ability to do so. And then want them to come back and use what they're doing or what they're learning on these videos. And they don't ha have it watched. And it was just, it, it just wasn't working. Um, so I read about, uh, I read an Edutopia article about an in-class flip. And I was like, you know what, I think that could work. So instead of requiring my students to go home and watch their videos, we spend um, some, we spend some time in class, like maybe five, eight minutes of our class period for students watching the videos. And I use Edpuzzle, uh, which is a pretty awesome tool for flipped learning. And as my students would watch the videos, I would notice, okay, well, this person needs specific help on this section. So I would go over to them and help with that. And then another table would need something else. So I really felt like I was able to be really part of the learning process for my students while still offering more of an individualized approach. Um, so that's something that I feel like is going really well. Um, I'm so excited with the way that um, we've been able to move from that traditional flip, if you can even call it a traditional flip, sure. uh, to that in-class flip environment and really help meet all of the, the student needs. It's just been awesome. Um, and something that I really want to grow in next year is I want to I'm working on giving my students more choice in how they um, demonstrate their learning. So last year, we started doing unit-long hyperdocs. So I would create a hyperdoc using a Google site, and I would have a page for each of the different steps that went through it. And then when we got to the apply section, I gave them a show what you know bingo board. And I said, I don't care what you choose, how you choose to create your products, but it needs to have all of these different criteria in it. And as the year went on and I would reflect with my students, you know, how did, how do you feel this went? What would you like to see different next time? They would always come up with these other ideas for the show, which, you know, bingo board. So what started off as like maybe four options is now like six or seven. Um, and I want to continue to see that grow because it's so awesome to see them get so excited about creating a product for your class with the content that they're learning. So that's, that's, that's something I want to explore more next year. That's great. 
Yeah, I love how student-centered that is. And you can just tell <clears throat> the different possibilities that technology can open up to that or, or gathering those ideas. And, um, you know, the teacher doesn't have to be at the front of the class. You can yeah. do so much more. Yes, I, I like to say that I've moved from the sage on the stage to the guide on the side. Like mm -hmm. I'm there, I'm in it. I'm, I feel like I'm in the learning with them. And it's just great. Cool. Um, what three words would you use to describe the person who has made the greatest impact on your life? And why do those words come to mind? Oh, my goodness. Okay. The greatest impact. Um, well, my parents have really had the greatest impact um, on my life. I would say focused, driven, and supportive. Um, I have been, um, and my husband, I have to throw him in that too, because he's just amazing. Um through throughout my uh, my teaching career, I kind of feel like uh, I I'm very ambitious, and sometimes I can be overly ambitious and bite off just a little bit more than I can chew. And I think all teachers kind of have <laughs> that's just in our DNA. That's what right. we do. Um, but the way that my parents have always encouraged me to to you know pick a goal and stay focused, and by golly, you're going to to make that happen. Um, and then always they're always supportive. Um, and I mean, my husband is the same way when I told him I was going to write a book on top of everything else that I'm doing, uh, he was like, Oh, okay. That sounds great. And I remember we went to Myrtle beach last summer. And, um, since our daughters are, are both young, my husband and I have to take turns going out into the ocean. So, you know, someone is parenting and I remember just, I, I had no idea how I was going to set up my book. I'm like, what well, I could do it like this, like this. And I'm just kind of floating out there in the waves and it just kind of hit me. And I'm like, okay, all right. And I mean, that's, that's one of those awesome God things that happened. And I remember running back to the shore and said, Isaac, I have it. I know what I'm going to do. And he just goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm excited. <laughs> so, um, it, that's that's just kind of uh, how supportive he is, and my parents too have just always been like that. So, how oh, cool! Yeah, exciting time for you. Yes. What's been a game-changing moment for you in the field of education? Oh wow! Um, I really th think the the freedom that I was given. Um, by my administration to to kind of dabble in all of these different things. I mean, when I walked into my principal's office and said, "Hey, I think I want to make a YouTube channel, and I want I'm going to make videos, and my kids are going to watch them," um, he was so 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 supportive of that and said, "Okay, do it." And like I said, no one else in our area was really doing anything like that. So he very easily could have said, "Oh, well, I don't really know about all that," uh, but he didn't. And um, I feel like my my school district, my building, everything. I feel like just that support um, has really, and the freedom that they've given me has just been awesome. And I feel like um, the more freedom and the more um, kind of experimenting I can do with all of these different strategies, I feel like the students are just going to benefit from it because it's all about making the classroom more student centered. Isn't it funny when we become more teacher centered as like an administrator to a teacher, like, Hey, roll with this idea, you know, and, and go with it. Look how far you've gone with it and how that carries over exactly to your students too. Like, <laughs> so cool. Yes. All right. If your cup is not full, you cannot fill the cup of others. So cheers. True. <laughs> Coffee mug in hand. I love it. Oh yes. How do you promote and uh, self care? You have, 
young kids, you're writing a book, <laughs> busy, busy, busy. So how do you self-care? <laughs> yes, and I think self-care is so, so important um, for teachers because, you know, we are in, in, in my humble opinion, the most important profession in the world. I mean, we are creating, we're inspiring and motivating the future. No big deal. It's fine. Uh, no pressure. Um, so teacher self-care is super important. And one of the things that I, um, I really love to exercise, me personally, um, I, I love to run. My husband a few years ago um, bought me a treadmill and it was like the best investment ever. Um, so it, it's funny because you know, my daughters know that, okay, mommy's got her workout clothes on and she's stretching out. So um, it'll be, mommy, are we going to the basement? Yep, we're going to the basement. So I put Netflix on my phone and I hop on my treadmill and they just play and it's great. Uh, they And they also know that, you know, if mommy hasn't been on the treadmill in a while, mommy, haven't you haven't been running. So that to me means mommy's a little stressed out. But really, you know, exercise is awesome. Um, I even like to get up early on the weekends if I can and uh, go sit outside with a cup of coffee and just kind of chill for a minute. Yeah. So Awesome. Okay, we've... Oh, I almost skipped our <laughs> This month we are promoting hashtag rejuvenate June. So it's time to relax, re-energize, and always learn something new. What's one way you plan to rejuvenate this June? I am so excited to be going to some different educational conferences. Um, I know that's lots of teachers. Uh, that's kind of how we recharge and, and rejuvenate and uh, stay fresh. Um, I'll be able to be at uh, the CORE Academy at Southeast Missouri State University next week, which is super exciting. Um, I graduated from CMO, so it's always awesome to go back there and present. Uh, and I'll be signing books, uh, and I'll get to meet uh, some really awesome teachers and, and educators there also. And then the following week, I'll be at ISTE in Chicago um, at the Google Playground. So I just, I cannot wait to just meet new teachers, um, get their perspectives and make those great connections. So that's really how I rejuvenate over the summer. And I also take lots of naps. That's <laughs> <laughs> the summer school affords you that luxury. Yeah, well, hey, morning summer school, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you have a copy of your book, Andy? Oh my gosh. Oh, I put you on the spot. Go, oh, hurry. That's okay. I've got my kids. They're fine. They got it. It's coming. I left it on the counter. Uh-oh. Um, oh, that's funny. Well, we'll keep going. Maybe they'll show up with it. Yes, they'll come down. <laughs> We've come to the moment in this interview where it's time to share your fast five. We're going to fire five questions at you, and we want you to answer with the first thought that comes to mind. All right, let's do it. Okay. All right, here we go. Fire away, Renee. Would you rather be incredibly funny or incredibly smart? Uh, smart. How do you take your eggs? Over easy. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, superwoman. <laughs> Would you rather play dodgeball or hide and seek? Dodgeball. Give a shout out to one person you want to tune into this episode. Um, um, uh, my mom. <laughs> You're the second mom shout out we've had for this question. Way to go. That's right. Yes. 
Here's my book. Yay, there it is. <laughs> awesome. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Bethany. This has been awesome. And we want to just give you a moment to share um, any closing statements or anything about your book or anything you want to uh, share with our listeners that will tune in. Awesome. Um, so Illuminate is a great way to um, <laughs> use technology to uh, really illuminate and elevate learning in your classroom. So check it out. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Tune in next week to learn more as we share Mo, Mo Edu. Edu.